Thank you. Arigato. The Your Own Pay Podcast Network. Inspiring, motivating, and educating entrepreneurs around the world. Back on February 8th, I had the amazing opportunity of being interviewed by Mike and Teresa Blaze of the SBP Podcast. That's the Small Business Puzzle Podcast. I'll link to the show notes and the original episode over at the Your Own Pay Podcast. But I asked Mike and Teresa if it would be okay if I shared our interview or their chat with a passionate professional blind individual with my audience because you know i understand you might not have heard that amazing opportunity i'm going to talk with other individuals about interviews where they've chatted with me so i can share them with you guys as well is this the type of content you like if so reach out let me know take a listen let me know your thoughts do you like it and if you do what do you like about it and what would you like to hear more about feel free to reach out and don't forget to check out mike and Teresa. Thanks, guys, for the awesome opportunity. Helping pave your way from your home to your own pay. Using motivation, inspiration, and education. It's today's edition of the Your Own Pay Podcast. And before we begin, we want to hear from you. Reach out, hit us up, and follow PayOne on Twitter. That's at PayOne. Now, as promised, here's Michael Babcock with today's episode. Make some noise. Uh, huge part of my life. Oh, I'm super excited. This is amazing right here. Your Own Pay Podcast starts now. That's his person. They don't spend any time on Snapchat. Now, he does not need to be on Snapchat because he knows his people aren't there. His people are on Facebook, and his people are starting to be on Twitter more and more. Uh, but if your audience is on Snapchat, and you've got a younger audience, and, 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 they're, and you're a sighted person, then you definitely need to be there. Uh, but, but I almost guarantee, and we can touch on this however much you guys want, you know, you know my thoughts about this, but he's using a process of either outsourcing, automation, or outsourcing with automation. That's the sound of passion in the voice of a passionate professional blind individual. Visit yourownpay.com slash interview to learn more about today's guest. Episode 26. Hey, this is Josh Elledge from upendpr.com and savingsangel.com. And I've been in the media over 1,500 times, but there's no finer place I've ever been than on the Small Business Puzzle podcast, which you're listening to right now. Struggling to get your business online? You've come to the right place. Welcome to the Small Business Puzzle Podcast. Now, here's your hosts, Michael and Teresa Blaze. Welcome to the Small Business Puzzle Podcast. I'm Michael, and I'm here with my wife and my better half, Teresa. Hello, everybody. So, what have we got for them today, Therese? Well, you know, I kind of dug up something a little bit odd, a little bit out of the ordinary, but eh, I figure it might work. So, I hope you enjoyed John Lee Dumas. I know we did. We we just love talking to him. He was amazing. And definitely want to refer to that episode. That's episode sbppodcast.com forward slash 24. Definitely want to check that out. And it, you definitely want to check out his uh, project, uh, themasteryjournal.com. So that being said, um, I kind of dug up a little something, a little out in the ordinary for you guys, but something I think is well worth it. Michael Babcock, he is a a little odd he uh he helps blind entrepreneurs uh get done what they need to get done 
oh, excuse me, get done without the tech getting in the way, basically. Um, He's an amazing guy. And, you know, this wasn't as much of an interview as it was just three entrepreneurs sitting down talking technology, marketing, and other such things. And we thought you might enjoy listening in. So, now, Therese, tell us a little bit about Michael. So, Michael has been blind since birth. He was an assistive technology instructor in Alaska until the sudden uh, passing of his mom. He has ever he's ever since pivoted to wowing people with the knowledge he has acquired, helping them accomplish their goals. And he is the owner and founder of YourOwnPay.com and PayOwn.Club. So without with or blah, 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 with, uh, without further ado, here is Michael Babcock. Good morning, Michael. Thank you for joining us. Thank you guys for having me. I greatly appreciate it. Well, we're glad to have you. Awesome. So, okay, Michael, you are a uh, a blogger. You're a podcaster, and. While your target market is more blind entrepreneurs, I wanted to bring you on because I figured some of what you what you deal with could apply to our audience. And and that's what I hope by interviews with you with uh, other individuals. So thanks. Um. So what I want to cover is, uh, one, what marketing methods are you using uh, currently to reach out to your audience? Oh, that's a. That's a loaded question, and thanks for asking. So by marketing methods, I'm going to assume what you mean, and I'll give you a quick rundown of, of what I've got going on. So first of all, for people who don't know, I am a podcaster and a blogger, and I'm doing courses and audiobooks as, as my newest uh, uh, education plan. So what I'm doing to market is I'm Number one, reaching out to other blind entrepreneurs. And this is something that I haven't done until 2017 is I didn't reach out and ask questions. And I think that's something that people need to, to definitely consider is, Hey, you know, if you want to survey target market, you need to know what that target market wants. And, and so I just guessed and checked in the past. Uh, now I'm reaching out to other blind entrepreneurs, finding them on websites like blind bargains or uh, Facebook groups devoted to blind, uh, individuals. And when people go in there and they'll just throw their links up there to network marketing opportunities. I'll reach out to them and be like, hey, you're doing this all wrong. Here's what you need to do. Um, so that's my number one thing that I do. And then number two, I'm using blogging and podcasting, obviously. That's, I think, how we got connected, if I remember right, is, is on my podcast. And uh, I'm using that to share what I learned in the previous days, weeks, and months, and, and what I've learned that I think will help other people. And then, obviously, as a podcaster, you guys already know this. Ideally, I want to get feedback from my listeners so they can tell me what they want to learn about. And then I'm driving traffic back to a mailing list, giving people a freebie, which I do have one of those for your listeners if they're interested at the end of the podcast or whenever you guys want me to share that. Uh, and then I also am giving people access to waiting lists for courses or material that's coming out in the future that I'm talking about on the podcast and blog. So hopefully that answered your question, Teresa. And in 2017, I'm going to be experimenting with paid advertisements. I haven't done much. I've done a little bit with it uh, to get my message out because I want to be known worldwide. 
You know, the thing is about that is, man, that, that is such a, a crazy threshold. And everybody and their brother who's an expert in this industry tells you that's the way to get traffic. You know, organic traffic is great, but it, it it's it's tough to come by because you've got to grab somebody's attention, grab them by the short hair, so to speak. And, you know, I think the thing that strikes me when you're talking about, you know, when you ran through what your, your marketing message, um, the thing that strikes me is you know who your target market is, and that's where it really starts. But, you know, you're using your podcast to drive them back to your mailing list, and that's kind of the thing I want to uh, uh, talk on for a minute is if you don't, you know, one, you need a mailing list, okay? Yeah. You need a mailing list and, and you need to use your blog, use your podcast, use whatever you're doing, um, to, uh, get people back onto your list because of the podcast and the blog are assets. But, you know, you need to, you need to have something that, okay, hey, you know what? I want to send a message out. And, and the other thing that strikes me is you said it yourself. You're trying to teach and educate. Yeah. So, I guess the question then becomes, well, that's great, and that probably only works for your market. I mean, you're a blind guy reaching out to other blind individuals, but my business doesn't have that market. Uh, will this work? <laughs> I love that. I, I love that question. So uh, two things I want to address on before we get into this is, number one, you mentioned the mailing list, and that is such a true asset. So back in, and I remember this, I set up my first WordPress site. Oh, man, it was 2003, 2004, somewhere around there. Man, it was, it was a long time ago. Time flies when you're having fun. Uh, but I set up my first WordPress website, and I did keep reading online, you need to set up a mailing list. But it was jumbled information about how to go through the process of setting up a mailing list with with a service back then like Aweber, which came out in 98, uh, or, right. or it was giving you jumbled information about how to get people onto the mailing list, because that's two totally different things, the technical aspect and then the, the actual converting traffic from where you're bringing the traffic from. Uh, that's, that's a totally different thing. Uh, so I didn't. I, I neglected building a mailing list. I didn't do it until 2012. In 2012, I started marketing to uh, cited people on Craigslist looking for work from home opportunities. And I have a great series on my blog that's available in the podcast archives that talks about how I was involved in deceptive marketing because I was telling people, go to this website, fill out your information and I will get you, or, or I won't get you a job, but I'll give you a way you can make money online, which was go post advertisements and drive traffic back to your website and get people's information. At the time, I didn't realize that I was building a mailing list. So uh, that's that's something that I've learned. And, and it's, it's helped me, it's helped me shape who I want to work with. And I didn't know, I fought tooth and nail, and, and I think people need to listen. I fought tooth and nail against helping other blind entrepreneurs or other blind business owners, even though I bought the domain Empowering the Blind back in December of 2012. So subconsciously, I knew that I needed to be helping blind entrepreneurs, but I didn't want to do it because I felt like it was something that I wasn't passionate about. But I kept going back to it, and eventually I just kind of, well, a, a guy, Darren Monroe, back in 2015, I met him on Periscope, and uh, he told me, he said, Michael, you're the only blind person I know that, and, and 
take note of that. I'm the only blind person he knows that will get out there and market my business, that will get out there and be on live streaming, that will get out there and create my own products. He said, why aren't you out there marketing the WordPress training that you have available? So that's what got me to finally say, you know what, maybe maybe targeting a a market of blind entrepreneurs or blind small business owners is what I really should be doing. So I fought with it for three years when I started taking things seriously and then finally gave in to who my market was. Yeah, and I think that's why you've been so successful, Mike, is the fact that you, you know, you you identified your target market, and, and you know, and it, I can't tell you the number of business owners that we've talked to that have said, "Well, my target market is everybody." Well, if your target <laughs> market's everybody, then your target market is nobody because you don't know who your real customer is. Exactly. Yes. You know, and I think that's one of the hardest points to get across to business owners because, of course, they want to have everybody come into their store, but their market is not everybody, you know, or go ahead. ahead. Uh, I was just going to say the market isn't everyone. And Teresa, I apologize. I didn't answer your question. I was thinking about it. Your question was, you know, I'm not marketing to blind individuals. Will this strategy that you've outlined work for me? And yes, it will when you know who your target market is. Right. I think that is the hardest thing about marketing Mm -hmm. because, I mean, you can guess who your target audience is. Like, you know, uh, we know that the go- our goal is to reach out to small business owners. We know we have a lot of podcasters that listen to us uh, based on the groups and stuff that we belong to. Mm-hmm. And But, you know, ultimately, you know, we don't know exactly who the people are until they come back to us and give us feedback and tell us, you know, who they are. And I think that's a key point, Mike. Um, you know, I mean, Michael, you have feedback coming back to your site, your own page site. You have feedback in the sense of you have people that are interacting with you. Um, Now, there's two other aspects to this I want to hit on. You said that you're going to be um, dealing with uh, uh, paid advertising coming in 2017. And the other thing that you mentioned is that, you know, you met so... uh, an individual on um, Periscope live video. My question to you going forward is what do you see? I mean, with everything that you've said, let's say assuming that the uh, person has their ducks in a row, they know who their target market is. What do you believe going forward are going to be the next trends that you need to use in conjunction with knowing who your target market is in 2017? What are the next marketing um, areas that you need that that someone should be focusing on. I love it. I love it. So Scott Orford, I don't know if you've heard of him. He uh, announced some things on Facebook the other day, talking about some of the targeting coming up with with uh, what's what people how you can target your advertisements to your audience. And real quick, before we get into that, you said that I was getting feedback from my website, and I think it's important to say that. I'm getting feedback from people who've heard my podcast or viewed my blog post uh, 
who have actually opted into my email list and are replying to my email list. Uh, I'm not getting a lot of comments. And if you're a blogger or you're a podcaster and you're not getting a lot of comments, but you're getting feedback on a mailing list, then you're still successful. You don't need to be getting comments. So keep that in mind. Uh, what I think about uh, the, the future trends of advertising and what's coming up with that is uh, you can start targeting people based. So right now you can target people based on what type of shows they're watching. You can target your audience based on what, uh, what type of fan pages they're interested in. You can even target people based on the length of the time that they watch the YouTube videos or the Facebook videos that you're publishing out there. So let's say Teresa watches a video for 30, for, for 50%, we'll say, and I know that my CTA or call to action uh, was displayed at about 30% into the video. I can reach out to Teresa with a advertisement that says, hey, I saw saw that you saw a video about XYZ and you were expressed. So, hey, I saw that you saw a video talking about three reasons why you need a WordPress site. You saw the first reason and you decided not to purchase from me. Did you want to take a look at this video with the other two reasons? So it's customized advertisement that, that people can uh, watch and consume the material that will actually answer the questions that they're asking. So Facebook's allowing you to do that type of advertising. And then they're also allowing people to uh, leverage the intelligence of what type of applications you have installed on your phone. That's, that's an intriguing technology that's coming out too. That is very interesting. Uh, what part, I mean, because... I think another key aspect that seemed to really emerge in 2015, 2016, but I'm kind of curious and as to what you think on this. What part do you think live video is going to play, such as YouTube Live, Periscope, and uh, Facebook Live? Oh, man. So live video is going to... Live video has already taken marketing by storm, and here's why. We're in a podcast. I slipped up, and your listeners probably won't hear it because Mike's an amazing editor, and I slipped up and threw a four-letter word back there when I was getting into my passion. My podcast is listed in explicit category for a specific reason. Mike can go back and edit that out so you guys don't hear that because their podcast is not in the explicit category. With live Live video or live streaming, because it doesn't have to just be video, but it can be audio as well. Um, you can't go back and edit it. Yeah, there's, there's tricky ways that you can go in and edit the stream before it goes live and, and have a delay in the time. But, but the whole point of Facebook Live or Periscope Live or YouTube Live, hopefully coming to iPhone soon. I can't wait. I'm excited for that. But anyways, the, the whole point of live is you can't go back and edit it. So people know who the authentic Teresa is, who the authentic Mike is, who the authentic Michael Babcock, the blind guy is, uh, because you can't go back and you edit that and that just takes the whole no like and trust factor and and kind of blows it out the window because you don't have to build that relationship with people because it's being built while you're doing your live videos mike and and mike i'm talking to the other two blind marketer over there what, do you, what are you thinking i mean i mean honestly there's so many thoughts that people may come around with what is your what is your take on some of this well i think you know, I tend to think, as you know, you know, in terms of SEO and linking and so forth. And um, the one thing that, you know, that I see, you know, with all these different mediums, whether it be images, whether it be 
audio, whether it be video, whether it be uh, uh, written article type content or or a PDF, you know, that's being shared like on Scribd or something like that, you know, all of these things link back to your content and bring more viewers back to your content. And the best way that, you know, I think of it is kind of like a map with a bunch of push pins in it. And at the, at the center is your, is your, your money site or your website. And then you've got all these links out there from Facebook, from Twitter, from Instagram, from, oh, I did a live video on this and it takes me back to this. And I mean, but live video really, I mean, I don't like the way that I look on video particularly. That's why I like being blind. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You know, I think, you know, I don't like the way that, that I look on video particularly, but, you know, people are interested. They, they look into it. They follow you. They like what you're putting out there and, you know, your business grows as a result. It's all about growing the tribe, growing your audience, really. You know, and I mean, that, you know, I guess when, when I, when, when I sit back and I look at the landscape and I look at live video and I look at, um, everything. I honestly think one of the guys that I follow, now I can't really follow on Snapchat, even though I'd like to, because, uh, they need to do some serious work to make it accessible. Anyway. Hope you're listening, Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, even though, you know, now let me keep this in mind. If you are sighted, I will caveat with this. If you are sighted, you need to be on Snapchat, period. End of story. Okay. However, uh, for the, you know, ask Gary V. <laughs> yeah. Ask Gary V. Um, and he was actually who I was going to bring up. This guy, he is everywhere. He's writing content. Okay. Um, he's releasing YouTube videos. Okay. I he, see him sticking out of the trash can there. Oh, brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, he's releasing YouTube videos. He's, um, He's on Snapchat. He's on YouTube Live. He's on Periscope. Every time you turn around, like for example, um, Gary, get out of the refrigerator. <laughs> I'm not even going to dignify that with a response, buddy. Um, <laughs> right. You said that he was everywhere. <laughs> I did not mean in the context of Internet of Things devices. Thank you. <laughs> But, but Teresa, the reason he's everywhere is he knows who he's talking to. And he knows yeah. that the people he's talking to are on these social media. So I have to respectfully disagree with something you said a few minutes ago. And you know that's what I do. And, and everyone's entitled to their opinion. However, my uncle is a concrete pourer. He has no interest in Snapchat. It doesn't serve his market. His market doesn't spend any time on Snapchat because they're older adults who own their own business in the age range of about 45 to 65. That's his person. They don't spend any time on Snapchat. Now, he 
does not need to be on Snapchat because he knows his people aren't there. His people are on Facebook and his people are starting to be on Twitter more and more. Uh, but if your audience is on Snapchat and you've got a younger audience and, 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 they're, and you're a sighted person, then you definitely need to be there. Uh, but but I almost guarantee, and we can touch on this however much you guys want, you know, you know my thoughts about this, but he's using a process of either outsourcing, automation, or outsourcing with automation. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure he is. However, I think the content that he's delivering, he's doing himself. I mean, the guy, Correct. the guy is killing it. And I and I guess the point being, well, um, you know, there's only one Gary V. I mean, yes. you, exactly. You, you can't clone Gary v, Gary have little Gary V's running around. Well, <laughs> uh, not going there, Mike. <laughs> Um, no, but the ser- seriously, uh, you know, the point is, um, one, touching on live video, I honestly think live video, because YouTube, or not YouTube, uh, Facebook has already said that if you're, if you're doing a live video inside someone's feed, that, that live video, while it's live, is going to show up before anything else does. Yes. Right. Okay, why? Because they're interested in having people interact. That's where face. That's where Facebook makes their money. They well, make their money when people interact, and 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 when when you've got someone going in, going, okay, well, I'm going to talk to these people. Like I know a uh, pastor. He's also a graphic designer. He's a really good friend of ours. Okay, he he's oh, I don't remember where he moved to, but I mean, he does these like, East Texas. Yeah. He does these weekly motivations, and one of the things that he says, shout out to Josh Brown, um, you know, one of the things he says, hey, this is your weekly motivational, da-da-da-da-da, hey, long, as long as you guys keep interacting with me, I'll keep doing them. Yes. Right. Okay? There's the key. If you can get your audience to step up and go, you know what, I like this guy enough to invest enough to give him a little piece of my attention. Right. And if I can get if I if I if I go ahead and interact with him, maybe he'll continue to to deliver the content. Gary V said it best: "I day trade attention." He goes where the people are at, and then he leverages that so that he can build his brand. Now let's uh, let's talk about that for a second, because one thing you know, I, I don't know if you'll you'll agree or disagree with this, Michael, but. You know, there's just so many social media platforms out there. <laughs> you know, you got Facebook, you got Twitter, you got YouTube, you got Instagram, you got Pinterest. Uh, you know, they're cropping up all the time, and obviously we got to be on top of it. Musically, but Snapchat. <laughs> the trick to the whole thing, in my mind, is you need to master the platforms that you're on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because if you don't use, you know, if you have five platforms that you're putting content out, but, there, but you're not using any of them effectively, mm-hmm. you're not going to be that effective. I would agree with that. And, I, you know, I was uh, listening to a, a video by uh, Kate Erickson, and one of the things that she said is, you know, master, you know, work on one or two social media platforms starting out at first. And I actually kind of agree with that. I mean, yes, you want to have a presence everywhere, and you want to monitor if people reach out to you, okay? But uh, I know for me, um, I'm, you know, 
She's I'm a focusing, Twitter freak. I'm a Twitter person. I <laughs> love Twitter. Uh, it is pretty much my place. I can, and, you know, you want to, you want to, you want to reach out to me? Find me on Twitter at Teresa Blaze, by the way. Um, you know, reach out to me. I love to talk to people. I love to meet new people. Um, you know, I've seen a lot of really good things happen because of Twitter. Okay. Now, that said, do, uh, is everybody on, on Twitter? No. Um, nope. no, no. I would say a lot of people are using it to check the news because I find that a lot of times when something is going on, where do you think I, uh, they go? They go check the Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But that doesn't mean your target market is there. Right. You have to be where your target market is. Michael's absolutely right about that. Well, and can I interject here for a minute and, and answer what, what Mike had asked about the platforms? Because I ran into this issue. So you guys know that in 2017, which we're recording this the very beginning of 2017 while I'm in the process of making this migration, my website primary was yourownpay.com. And, and that's still going to be a domain. I own it. I will always own it because it was my baby and it was my first thing that I did. Uh, you, you guys understand that. And, and I didn't actually Absolutely. keep – yeah, I didn't keep my first blog, which I started back in 2003, 2004. I kick myself now because of that. But hey, retro, you know, hindsight's 2020. But what I'm doing is I'm rebranding to payown.club for two primary reasons. Number one, I, when I registered your own pay, I did not register my ID everywhere as your own pay. So my Instagram profile is your own pay. My Twitter profile is payown, which obviously is the same for Periscope and Blab. My Facebook ID is MRM Babcock, which has absolutely no, nothing to do with any of my brand and how people know me. Uh, my right. Tumblr is your own pay 2015. So none of that is consistent. And, and I think that's something that, no, you don't have to be everywhere. But if you're serious about wanting to build your brand, build your brand consistently across social media that in future you may use so you are consistent with your brand name. And Mike, uh, what, autom- what, uh, what tools do you use to manage your social media? Oh, man, you would ask me. So at the end of this podcast, or I can give it to people now, do you you mind if I give them the freebie real quick? Ah, sure, go go ahead. So this is dedicated to Teresa. Teresa, you told me to do this, so I decided to do it. And I'm announcing it on the SBP podcast because of Teresa. Uh, I have finally put together a resource list. Uh, right now there's 15 items, no, 18 items on there with uh, different social media sites that I use, uh, email marketing, web hosting, and I've got a few other uh, uh, categories as well. Each of those tools has a quick paragraph or two explanation with them, and you can get your copy of this PDF file, which is honestly my first pdf file i'm 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 drinking my own juice i'm taking my own advice and and creating more lead magnets if you head on over to payown.club forward slash sbp that's uh payown p-a-y-o-w-n.c-l-u-b not dot com not dot com slash sbp for small business puzzle uh you can get that freebie now some of the tools that i use for automation are hootsuite i use hootsuite on my iphone because i love the way that you can actually build out a schedule if you want to schedule posts or you're creating a campaign uh based around a specific time frame so i love hootsuite for that i use buffer for keeping my twitter feed full i love buffer and then uh 
there's a few other tools that I use that I can't think of and I couldn't think of before the, the start of this podcast, but they will be in that resource guide. It'll be up and available by the time you guys hear this episode. Uh, so those are a couple of tools that I am using as Buffer and Hootsuite mainly. Awesome. That is great. That is great. Um, one that I totally recommend also uh, is uh, Social Jukebox. Yes, yes, thank you. That's uh, the one that I that I, I need to add to that resource list and I need to use more because I have it but I don't use it. Yeah, that's I, awesome it's what you can awesome do with it. Because I mean I can sit there and you know uh it you know it it handles a lot of what you need to do. You know, because and, a lot of people will come to you and they'll and they'll and they'll judge you, Well, are you putting out good content? Well, <laughs> You don't have to necessarily be there sitting at the computer typing out your content. You no. Really don't. Stop doing that if you are. Come on, seriously. Get away from the computer. Take this podcast on your phone and get out and go walk or something. Get away from the computer for a couple minutes. Please ask me about that later. <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't we – I mean, let me ask you, let me ask you this, Michael. Um, how, how do you think people will mostly consume content going forward? Mobile. You already knew that. Mobile. And, and, and here's – mobile or interestingly enough on TV. That's that's one that's kind of intriguing, especially with Periscope going to uh, bringing their their app to the Apple TV or uh, accessibility because, of course, I'm my target market are blind entrepreneurs. So I'm definitely you know all about accessibility on these platforms. But Roku announced that they have some accessibility features. So I think mobile and TV are the, the two future things. Uh, right now, we could be watching a show. Then when commercials come on, I fade out those commercials, jump on Periscope, watch one of my favorite live shows that's going on on Periscope, then go back to the sh- sitcom that I'm watching. Or I can pause my TV show until the Periscope stream is over. And I think that's that's definitely in the, in the future direction of uh, marketing and business awareness. So what you're saying is that with... T- the the uh, TVs, and we're talking about Roku and Apple TV. We're not necessarily talking about the cable TVs, right. but uh, with t- with with these platforms, you can essentially have your own television channel. Yeah, for yeah. free. Well, definitely. Well, you already can. Uh, you Roku, Apple TV, uh, what's that? Kindle Fire Stick or whatever they're called. Uh, all of those have the ability to have YouTube on them. You have the ability. I can jump on a live stream right now, start live streaming in a matter of seconds, and anyone who's subscribed to me will be made aware of the fact that I'm live. That TV show is in people's pockets. It's on people's computers. It's on your TV. Uh, We have internet of connected devices. I wouldn't be surprised if in the next five years, you can watch a YouTube live stream on the front of your TV while you're getting, or on the front of your refrigerator while you're getting ready for work. It would not surprise me. It would not surprise me. I mean, uh, I was watching, you know, just, you know, I, I guess I guess the biggest thing that we're trying to drive home is one, know who your target market is, and know, uh, you know, where know they're where at. they are. Know where they're at, and two, watch the uh, platforms that they are using and watch the marketing trends that they are using because no. a lot of times what's going to happen is people are going to stay on the pulse of this stuff. Well, and and but but I can already hear some saying. I don't have time to monitor all this stuff. I've got a business to run. Yep. You know. Yeah, but you don't have time not to either. Yeah, you really don't. Okay. Or you don't have, have the pulse to. of your business. See, see, you don't have to. 
you have to have systems in place that can monitor those, whether that be outsourcing it to to a VA or that being leveraging technology or software to make you aware of someone mentioning you. You don't have to be sitting there watching every social media, but you do have to be able to know what's being talked about you on those social media. Right, right. which goes back to your reputation online, which we've talked about. You need to be able to monitor your reputation. Um, I mean, you know, and it's not that difficult to do, and you really don't have to use any anything fancy to do it, uh, use Google Alerts, set up an alert for your name, for your business name, for any product names that you have, and I guarantee you, you'll get a notification saying somebody's talking about you on uh, your own pay. Yeah. You know, uh, it, it'll it'll pop up with an alert. When, when someone is talking about you. So it's not that complicated to do, to be honest. No, it's really not. And, I mean, it's – I mean, yes, things change, and especially in the world of marketing and social media marketing, technology changes and innovation happens. But really, when you break it down, it comes down to these two or three steps, okay? One, know your market. Two, speak to your market. Three, get them to buy from you. <laughs> And I would say I would go a little further with the speak to your market and say give valuable content to your market. Agreed. Give yourself away. And I know Gary Vee talks about that a lot, about giving yourself away. Give away your most valuable stuff. Yes. Because what that does is that give you that much more credibility in – in days past, Jay Abraham and Rich Shefferin called it being a maven, which is a Yiddish term for someone who does, who who was an expert willing to give the, give of their knowledge. So you know you want to be a maven in your market. Otherwise, you're going to get caught up. You're going to get caught up and lost in the noise. Oh yeah. So Michael Babcock, do you have any last? Uh, parting words or anything else that you want to uh, uh, encourage our audience with? So I've got a few things that, that I, I appreciate you guys giving me the opportunity to, to throw this out there. Once again, number one, thank you guys for helping me reach my goal of 100 interviews by the end of 2017. I greatly appreciate that and for giving me an opportunity to share my message with your audience. Uh, number two, find a hobby that isn't your business. My, my amazing wife had told me a couple of years ago, Michael, you need to get away from the computer and go do something else. And at the time it was ham radio. And I kind of put that on the back burner and didn't didn't follow it and delve further into business because I needed to get further ahead. But I've noticed that over the past couple of weeks or week or so, or when I've been uh, exploring alternatives, whether that be you know ham radio or learning about Google Docs, I love Google Docs now, uh, you know, or or learning different things that doesn't directly relate to what I'm doing in business. Then it helps when I sit down to actually do stuff for business. That process go a lot smoother. So step away. And then number three, Darren Monroe said it best. And, and he said it in a couple of his courses and it stuck with me. Do now, evolve later. Do something now that will help you get to where you want to be later on. I know I want to release four courses by the end of 2017. I don't know how that's going to come about. I don't know where I'm going to come up with the outlines or what's going to happen with it. But I'm making the processes uh, in place. You know that you can go to payown.club forward slash SBP. Get on the mailing list. And if you're on the mailing list, you're going to hear about those courses as they're being shaped. So 
So do now, evolve later, and realize that you're not going to be perfect. That is great. Um, <clears throat> I just want to say thank you again for coming on the show. Uh, you know, we'll be sure to have you on again uh, next time. Maybe, you know, eh, maybe we can work out a little something, something to, to as a surprise for our audience. But uh, <laughs> um, <clears throat> again, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really enjoy your insights and just, you know, talking about marketing and talking about the stuff that needs to happen. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Nice so, to have you, Michael. Uh, with that, I'm Teresa. I'm Michael. And this has been the Small Business Puzzle Podcast. You've been listening to the Small Business Puzzle Podcast. To catch all our past shows, visit sbppodcast.com. You've been listening to Your Own Pay Podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode, visit yourownpay.com slash cast for exclusive content and to contact us today. We're eager to hear your thoughts and about how you're making this podcast your own. Thanks for listening. We'll be back soon. The Your Own Pay Podcast, yourownpay.com.